Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kinda Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is chivalry. Is it dead? Let's find out. Hello, friends. I'm Natasha Chandel. You're listening to Kinda Dating. On the top, so you know, we are always so grateful for your reviews um, on the podcast app. And if you haven't noticed, we've been trying to shout everybody out as much as we can um, on the show and our and our IG. Um, we also love the emails you send, so keep sending those to kindadating at gmail.com. I do try to get back to everybody um, when I can with, like, proper responses. Um but we'd also be really, really stoked, guys, if you could help us spread the word about the podcast. Um, if you like what you hear, uh, I love hearing from you. But if you could tell a friend, that would mean the world. Um, we really want to keep growing and uh, really feel that only you guys can help us do that. So um, spread the word. Thanks. Um, today's guest is an old, dear friend of mine, um, an old MTV colleague, I describe him as a true Southern gentleman. He is PR and media consultant with over 25 years of experience working with and for major corporations and nonprofit organizations across the U.S. He's one of the most talented, smart people I know um, who's worked for such groups as MTV, uh, Viacom, the Congressional Hispanic Caucus Institute, and the University of Texas at Arlington. And in 2014, the Huffington Post included Ray Ray. That's not his name. Um, as one of the 40 under 40 Latinos in American politics. Welcome, Ray Casas. Thank you. I'm no longer 40 or under 40. And now it's a little over That's 40. That's okay. This I is know. Hollywood. Nobody, nobody knows. Nobody says Now they do, anymore. but nobody knows. All right. Well, you didn't hear my real age. Um, Ray, you and I go so way back. We, mm -hmm. uh, we met at We met at MTV. Mm -hmm. We met on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. We well, both work for MTV. Right. It was really Craigslist, but... Yeah, yeah, We'll yeah. say Facebook. It was. Okay. We ended up meeting at Bryant Park. Yeah. Um, it was ice where I was... Was I working there at the time? You were. Okay, you were. yeah. Was so it was right skating. before I started MTV, yeah. At Christmas time. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was a PR marketing person for Bryant Park, or the holiday shops at Bryant Park. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and yeah, we met up. We ended mm -hmm. up having, like, a four or five hour discussion we in did. the freezing winter. We were... Freezing. That's just what like guys talking. do. Though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what we do when we, you know, want to get to know someone. It's so true. You like pulled out all the strings. I, I was did. like, geez. <laughs> and then we came out with frostbite. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I couldn't feel my feet yeah. for the last couple of days. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. My I've pleasure. wanted you on here for a long, long time. Uh, we also have, before we start, uh, Mackenzie here with us. Hey. Hi. And we're recording. Oh, my gosh, guys. There's so many things today. We're recording at a brand new studio. Um, we're here with uh, Gabe, who is a new um, engineer uh, extraordinaire here. And um, this is at GVB Studios in L.A. Um, sadly, Meltdown Comics uh, closed. Um, and I really appreciate the outpouring of supportive fans who even offered to, like, try to hook us up with other people that they knew. So I really, really appreciate that. There was no way we were going to stop the show. So I'm glad that, you know, we're um, finding uh, new places and, and new friends um, along the way. So this is cool. Ray. Yeah. We are talking today about chivalry. Mm -hmm. 
and if it's dead. But first, single or in a relationship? I ask every person. Definitely single. <laughs> Very single. <laughs> Which makes no sense to me because you're <laughs>、yeah. like tall, handsome, well educated, and、you. so fucking proper. Thank you. Um, but you know, this is also Los Angeles,、yeah. <laughs> too. So you know, this is true. This is so you grew up in Texas. I did. Um, where okay, so what's the difference? Like I'm a I'm a Northeast girl, you know,、mm-hmm. coming from Toronto, Canada, right? Um, and then New York.、Uh, it took me a while to learn about like Southern hospitality. What is that for you guys? I think Southern hospitality, at least in the way that I learned, was always putting other people first.、Mm-hmm. Um, it's You know, you're kind of a secondary thought. You know, and <clears throat> right or wrong, we always look at, at least from a male perspective, we look at ladies as this uh, very um, special uh, person uh, that that we try to you know make sure that they're comfortable and and happy,、mm-hmm. and because if they're happy, then we're happy, right?、Um, but you know, chivalry really got started in the, way back in the Middle Ages, and so I, I don't know how the South. You know, learned about all that, but you know,、uh, somehow or another, that just became a part of the tradition of the South. And and technically, Texas is the Southwest, but we we still fit in, and、um, we've always uh, tried to um, make sure that you know being a gentleman is important. And、uh, and what what is chivalry to you? Well, I think chivalry is really just you know a a, a way you treat. A lady, and and it's it's a behavior, it's a set of values more than anything, and I think that it goes way beyond、um, opening the door or you know walking on the outside of the curb. You know, if you're walking, you know, side all by examples side. I wrote down by the way guys, about <laughs> like what to talk about today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, those those are things that I think that the the I probably the biggest mis- misnomer about you know chivalry is that it's it starts and stops at you know.、Um, Uh, you know, helping them put, helping a lady put on her coat, or, or standing at the table when she walks in the room and before she sits down and after she sits down.、Um, but you know, you have to go way further than that. It's it's about how you listen to someone. It's about、um, not talking over someone, and it's about just the way you treat someone in general. Because you can you can open the door for a lady every day, all day, but if you're an asshole after that. Then, very true. Then there's that you're not being a gentleman. That's not chivalrous. Th- that is a very very good point. I did not think of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that I've had I've had friends that have you know been on dates and they and and for example, a few months ago, a friend of mine,、uh, she said she went on this amazing date.、Uh, he opened the door every time that he could,、um, and but at the end of the date, he mentioned that. He still had a girlfriend, so Ooh, so yeah, you know that yeah, kind、oh、of、gosh. trumps everything that、it、he did. Yeah, yeah. So it's you know it's got to be part of your DNA.、Mm-hmm. I think it's got to be a behavior that you are consistent with.、Mm-hmm. And that's that's interesting because it brings me to like the what you you sort of mentioned it. Where did chivalry originate from? And I don't know if you knew this, but when I looked it up,、um, it said、uh, chivalry is actually. A medieval knightly system、mm-hmm. um, with religious, moral, and social code, and it says it, it, it's a combination of qualities expected of an ideal knight, especially courage, honor, courtesy, justice, and a readiness to help the weak.、Um, of course, some of that is dated. 
now, mm-hmm. you know, now. Uh, and I think that's where like the is is chivalry dead um, concept is there are two parts to it, right? Like on one end, there is like people aren't really treating each other with that much respect anymore. So there's that aspect of it being dead. But then there is also the aspect of like, well, times have changed. And um, I think back in the day for a man to take care, you know, back in the day, a woman might have been considered weaker because really like in society in medieval times, like women had no, you know, they needed protection. Um, Now it's not in that same way. And so is it dead? I don't think it's dead. I think that in an age of swiping left or right, Mm -hmm. you know, you see a lot of descriptions that that women and men put that they're looking for. A lot of times women are saying they're looking for gentlemen. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of times they'll make concessions on what. You're half smiling. I want to know why. Well, it's say it like it is, right? Just say it. Well, it's it kind of goes to the whole like no hookups. Yeah. But you know, people are hooking up, so oh, somebody's yeah. lying. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there there's really you know, it's what we say on paper is very different than the actual action of totally. what we're seeing in dating, and and you know, I think with with chivalry, I think that you know there are, there's an argument that feminists don't like or don't appreciate how men um, treat women or make them feel that they're weaker, that Mm -hmm. they can't handle opening a door or Mm -hmm. doing certain things that they're doing. But I would argue that, you know, gentlemen have learned a lot from feminists. Mm -hmm. We we learn we learn what feminists what they find important Mm -hmm. and and gentlemen sort of act on that and and you know pay attention to what women want and and so forth. So it's not about demeaning a lack of power, the fact that you know, we're trying to do everything. It's more of a sign of respect. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Mackenzie? Is is chivalry dead? Um, I definitely don't think that chivalry is dead. Uh, I think that what you said is really important is that everything's constantly changing. The landscape of dating is vastly different, like mm-hmm. month by month with all these new dating apps. Um, and talking about a dinner section with feminism that's something that has changed a lot for me personally over recent years. Uh, I remember first hearing about it. I heard an expository speech at like a speech and debate tournament explaining chivalry and being like, I don't need this. I don't need help from anyone. And now I think that I've come to this place where if you're going to be a modern person who like understands the complicated nuance of gender, then I think you do have to appreciate that there's some sort of a difference. And if women are frustrated with how society is treating us and men are saying, oh, well, here's a code of conduct that helps guide us on how to be respectful to you, then I think that that's a great system. And if people want to uphold that, I think that's a really good tool for teaching young men how to interact with women. Yeah. And wow. Jeez, Mackenzie, put it so well. Um, Well, you know, we've talked about this a lot on the show about like feminism and and like the what it really means. And I think like Madame Gandhi also when we had Mm -hmm. that episode Mm -hmm. with her put it really well, like feminism doesn't mean being masculine, Mm -hmm. you know, and it does mean embracing all the parts that are being a woman and being feminine and being nurturing and being it's just being all of it, like not having a limitation to it. Um, 
but a, a dilemma that happens when, you know, psychologically, when you're younger, you don't have, and that's just natural. I was the same way. Didn't have the life experience to understand that you can be all these things. Like when I was younger, I thought feminism meant like being more of a dude until they said, no, that's, you don't have to do that. Now I've learned, oh shit, I'm actually more powerful, like not even powerful. I don't like to use that word. I'm more whole because I can access all the different parts mm -hmm. of me, you know? Mm -hmm. And so for, for, I think like the big issue with chivalry for uh, women who identify as feminists are that they perceive it as weak. They perceive it as a weakness. Um, and to be honest with you, I did. And I can say that like, I, again, like Northeastern, you know, Northeastern girl, like Toronto is a very polite place. So the politeness is different, but I never had like, you know, in Indian culture, we're not the most chivalrous. Mm -hmm. um, it's a, you know, everybody knows the patriarchal cu culture. And um, I wasn't used to any of that, like at all. Um, I was used to, I, I mean, I've had amazing, great, partners and boyfriends who, you know, were Indian and treated me like a queen. Um, but on a day-to-day -day in, in our culture, it, was, it wasn't a thing. And uh, and so then when I met my, you know, the, the guy I was living with, Midwestern, Chicago boy, I, I come here and fuck, where you could talk about this, yeah. New York. Nobody's fucking, Oof. are you kidding me? In New York, <laughs> it's like here, at least in LA, somebody will say to you, hey, meet me halfway. Like you, I, I live in one place and the other person lives in the West side. Let's meet somewhere halfway right. in West Hollywood. Okay, cool. New York, it's like a dude will be like, hey, cool, meet me at this bar. And you realize it's right below his house. <laughs> right. It's like yeah, the bar right. below his building. Yeah. And you're like, oh. And then so there's no dropping anybody home. Right. There's no caring about like whatever because well, that's not the culture. You're right. I think that when you look at regions throughout the country, especially the Northeast, mm -hmm. when I first moved to New York and, and I moved from Washington, D.C. to New York and – and I think dating in New York was that it was a contact sport. It was difficult to show my Southern upbringing because I dated a lot of women that were corporate raiders and they were just really like, you know, very strong willed and boss babes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Boss babes. And, and to their credit, they knew exactly what they wanted. Mm -hmm. And I was never trying to change them, but I would find that every time. You know, I would you know, maybe pull out their chair or, mm -hmm. you know, stand up. They'd, they'd ask me, where are you going? I'm going to the bathroom. Do you need, you need to go to the bathroom, too? And I'm like, no, I'm just, you know. Being polite. Right. Uh, and that was that was something very difficult to mm -hmm. kind of tone down because I felt like I had to tone down mm -hmm. to meet them and not not so I was, I guess, offending them or trying to attack mm -hmm. their, their feminism because I wasn't. I just was being polite. Yeah, no. Um, and look, I I think I think when you and I first met, uh, I I remember you standing in when I stood, and you, then you sat, and I, and I was like, "What's happening?" And it was more it was more <laughs> yeah. like I just didn't know That's what was right. going on. I was like, "Oh, yeah. what's going?" On? Yeah. But this is where he kills you know, me. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, um, somebody's being nice to me." Fuck, right. shit, run. <laughs> um, no, like I remember being younger and having to learn. Um, I'll use the example of gift giving. Like when I was young, um, I'm not a, like a gift person. Mm -hmm. I don't like receiving gifts. But I had to learn that me not allowing somebody else to give me a gift 
was actually hindering their evolution and their progress and like their feeling of I contributed, I feel good. And I was like, oh, shoot, like I didn't realize sometimes like like if it's not hurting me, it's okay if somebody else feels good in that, you know? Mm -hmm. So for me, like that's how I started opening up with like sh like chivalry. And then, of course, when I dated the Midwestern boy, it was, you know, me coming out of my apartment and he was waiting outside of his car for me. And I was like, is everything okay? <laughs> like, do you need to use the bathroom? <laughs> right, yeah. And then it's like, yeah. no, I'm just waiting for you. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But like, I was like, you don't, you don't feel like you're being a chauffeur or something, right? right? And right. he's like, no, no, I want to. And I was like, Okay, okay, cool. Like, it took yeah. me a while to... But now, after him, the next person I dated didn't do any of that. Mm -hmm. And so, like, like I remember walking to the car and nobody held my door. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I, I guess I'll get my yeah. my own door now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I kind of liked it. One of the worst dates I ever went on in New York was when we both took a cab. Mm -hmm. And we shared a cab after dinner and <clears throat> the conversation was absolutely horrendous. We just could not get in a rhythm, mm -hmm. you know, just there was just really a lot of really awkward tension. And and then I remember uh, we we shared a cab back. We were in both of Manhattan and uh, and I remember getting out of the cab, opening her door and then walking her to her door. And she was like, are you, are you coming in? And I said, no, I'm just walking you to your door. And she said, oh, you could you could have gone. And I was like, oh, OK. But that, you know, it's I think it's that communication that oh, yeah. we just weren't on the same mm -hmm. page. But again, whether it was a great date or whether it was a horrible date, which it was, <laughs> I was still going to walk her to her yeah. door you know, just to make sure she got in because, totally. you know, she lived in a bad part of town. So, it, you know. And so funny because I, I went on a date uh, earlier last year and a guy uh it was like in downtown LA and a guy did not lead me to my car. And I remember I was like in a weird area and I had to walk like a block and a half at like 1 a.m. And I feel like LA streets are not like New, like New York. You could go out to like 2, 3 in the morning sure. and you're totally safe. But like here, you're kind of not. And so I remember being like so annoyed and I told him that and he's like, well, you didn't you didn't give me the opportunity. I'm like, well, was I going to beg you to like go? You should have just come out of you right. then, like a little person <laughs> yeah. going out yeah. in the, middle yeah. of the street. And I think it does come back to like, I don't know. I mean, even though for me, like I I started comparing it a little to like my dad. Like my dad always he loved me so much that he always worried about like where I was, like what time, you know, was I home safe? Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't like a controlling thing it was like out of love and caring for somebody mm -hmm. that you want to make sure that they are good and comfortable and do they need anything and and i think that's like the the other hard part for people is they consider um chivalry as uh like helping or or um like weakness versus support or controlling or you know, you know, like, yeah. hey, I want to know that you made it home. I, yeah. I need a text from you, you know, I, whatever. But it's funny because I do that to everybody. Yeah. I say it to every single person. I'm like, let me know that you got home. I say it to my girlfriends, say it to my guy friends. I say it to people I date. I'm like, just let me know you got home safe. Right. Only because anything could happen. I've gotten in car accidents mm -hmm. and things have happened. So I'm like, just let me know. That's yeah. all. Like, I don't care what time it right. is. And I, and I tell this to my guy friends, too. I'm like, sometimes I'm tutoring them mm -hmm. just on just, you know, if you want to 
if you're in the early stages of dating and you really want to let someone know that you care about them or like you're thinking about them past this date, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just shoot me a text. Make sure let me know you got home. OK. Or just, you know, two words. I'm home. That's it. I watch that a lot. I, I see who, who cares that I made it home. <laughs> yeah, I actually do. I'm like, what's well, important? I mm-hmm. mean, you know, I think that, you know, we're all busy people. Mm-hmm. We all have things going on and we choose to spend our time. You know, we make decisions uh, that ultimately can change our lives. And I think that's that goes with that saying. But, you know, we we decide to spend that time, mm-hmm. the two hours, three hours with that one person. And I, I hope that it doesn't go in vain. Yeah. You know? Um, Mackenzie, you brought up a good point also that, like, it has changed. Times have changed. And uh, there was an interesting um, – I'm going to read a quick excerpt of an article by uh, an author named Janine Johnson. She wrote it for the Odyssey Online. And the article was Chivalry Isn't Dead. And it was about millennials, okay? So it was said, for millennials, young men have a different way of performing chivalrous acts than what is thought to be correct. For our generation, social media and the internet has, has shaped our entire lives, and we like it that way sometimes. For first dates, instead of spending a ridiculous amount of money on dinner and a movie, we will order a large pizza and watch Netflix. For our generation, that is the norm. I honestly like the idea of testing out a relationship with a relaxing, comfortable night instead of looking for stress-free nights, and why not share that with someone? When my current boyfriend of two years asked me to come over and watch movies for the first time, I was thrilled. Asking a girl over to making to watch Making a Murderer is now the new Can I Take You to a Movie? <laughs> and it goes, chivalry to our generation is not dead. We just act on it differently. High school guys will go above and beyond to ask a girl to prom. Posters, cupcakes, balloons and all. Sending a good morning text is a new I'll call you. Um, Flowers are usually given for very special occasions and when you least expect it. Posting an Instagram picture of the two of you is the greatest compliment because he is showing off his girl. The list goes on and on. Us girls still like being taken, still like being taken out for cute romantic dates. Don't get me wrong; it's just more special when it's once in a while. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I think that really nails it. I think that's perfect. And I—that's actually how uh, my boyfriends and my first date went. He was like, I've got some bad 80s horror VHS tapes. You want to come over? And I was like, I'm in love already. Yeah. Like, I think that's wonderful because I think that's how all this stuff works, right? Like, mm-hmm. dating is fluid and everybody's different. And to say there's this prescribed hard and fast set of rules for so, everybody, like, that's being inconsiderate of even the woman, honestly. Like, chivalry means tailoring it for the person that you're with and being attentive to their needs. And I love that concept that chivalry can evolve. And I think that's how everything survives, mm-hmm. right? I think, though, that, like, my only beef with that that part of the article was kind of what you brought up earlier, which is it's not just, like, little acts, right? It's not mm-hmm. just the fact that, like, somebody called, okay, so, so sweet, he called her over for making a murderer. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that to her is like taking her out to a fancy dinner. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's great. But if he's doing that with, like, five other girls that same week. Or, like, two weeks true. later, he's calling at three in the morning asking him to come to over. come over. For a booty call, whatever. Then it's you know? not yeah. the, yeah. you know. So it's like, it's like the acts matter, but, like, mm-hmm. the intention behind it and, like, the, like, why people are doing it matters. Mm-hmm. Like, you and your boyfriend are, like, so in sync. Like, you two are, like, you like the same things. You mm-hmm. like the same like, you know, you have the mm-hmm. same vibe. So, like, that yeah. makes sense that that would, like, click to you, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. 
But you also know that he had like the right intention of wanting to be with you. And mm-hmm. so that meant something more. Yeah. So those are things like I think people have to like add to the layer of mm-hmm. it. But I agree that that you can show it in different ways to different people. Mm-hmm. Um and that, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think you're completely right that I think it's not just actions. Because, like you touched on earlier, that I've certainly had experiences with people where they might open your door, mm-hmm. but then they're rude to you the next minute. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you're completely right that these little actions are nice, but it needs to be deep down. It needs to be yeah. something that they believe in. Like, because I've gone on dates with total douchebags who, like, yeah. pay, they, they'll take you to a fancy-ass mm-hmm. place. They'll pay for that dinner. They'll, and then right after, they're trying to, like, hook up with you at mm-hmm. night. And you're like... Yeah, that's just right. being disingenuous. Exactly. You know? um, but, yeah, I think... And, and I also think guys read into what they think women want, Mm -hmm. you know, like maybe opening the door, standing up, you know, um, asking someone if they're cold, but it, it, there's gotta be follow through. Totally. And consistency. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I definitely notice like the ones who are putting it on, Mm -hmm. it drops after a while. Sure. So, but I still think that like people should be open to receiving it Mm -hmm. and not, not necessarily taking it as a, um, a negative. You I, know. Also, I also think chivalry isn't for everyone. I think mm-hmm. that there are men and women that, you know, think that chivalry is like number 10 on the list of the things that they want in a mate. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that obviously respect is something that everyone should expect, but maybe not. You know, you see you see couples disrespect each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you see couples um, maybe just not being considerate of their feelings all the time and and that's all a part of, that's all a part of chivalry so clearly that's not something that they value no it's very true um we're going to talk more about why chivalry is hard to accept for some people and um and maybe give some tips on how to be a little bit more chivalrous but first this message we only have 30 seconds to describe the newest specialty flavor in the signature crafted recipes collection by mcdonald's garlic white cheddar It starts with crispy, juicy, and delicious buttermilk chicken, layered with a dramatic drizzle of delicious, delectably creamy garlic aioli, a crunchy medley of crispy garlic chips, topped with a slice of melty white cheddar cheese, finished with iceberg lettuce and a juicy tomato slice all between a soft, warm artisan roll. (sighs) Luckily, you can take all the time you need to savor it. And don't forget to make time to savor our other signature crafted recipes, pico guacamole and sweet barbecue bacon. I participate in McDonald's for a limited time. We only have 30 seconds to describe the newest specialty flavor in the signature crafted recipes collection by McDonald's, garlic white cheddar. It starts with crispy, juicy, and delicious buttermilk chicken, layered with a dramatic drizzle of delicious, delectably creamy garlic aioli, a crunchy medley of crispy garlic chips, topped with a slice of melty white cheddar cheese, finished with iceberg lettuce and a juicy tomato slice all between a soft, warm artisan roll. <sighs> Luckily, you can take all the time you need to savor it. And don't forget to make time to savor our other signature crafted recipes, pico guacamole and sweet barbecue bacon. I participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Hey, hey, guys, I'm Natasha Chandel. Welcome back. You're listening to Kind of Dating. We're talking about chivalry today with my old dear Southern gentleman friend, uh, PR and media consultant, Ray Casas. And we have Mackenzie here with us, too. What up, girl? Hey. Um, Okay. So why do you guys think, like, it's hard for people? To be chivalrous? To accept it. Oh, to accept it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I am for sure one of those people and I think I have, first of all, a lot of built-in guilt. It's just tough for me to accept kindness in general, mm-hmm. and chivalry is very much part of that. 
And then I think also... Um, I think that's a really important one. Yeah. Like, that's super big because so many people come from... Uh, what we're going to talk about in our next episode, like broken homes mm-hmm. and things like that, where you saw things that made you feel you weren't good enough. Mm-hmm. And so accepting nice things actually makes you uncomfortable because yeah. you've never had it happen. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, and then also, I think you and I have talked about this, um, that, um, you know, being female and then like, you know, I know that I look young and I think you do too mm-hmm. and you probably get this that there's this like I mean, I'm still underestimation. 18. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you look 16. Yeah. Thanks, girl. <laughs> but there's a you know, you and I come across getting underestimated a lot. And so sometimes when people are doing something kind, like someone opens the door for me and my gut instinct is like I can do it myself. I'm not incapable. And that's like, "Oh, you're being friendly. I need to not be so defensive." <laughs> Totally. That was also a really good book because, like, that is true. Like, especially for me being, I'm really little and just, like, a little person. So people have always sort of thought, like, oh, well, she's the, you know, there was a running running joke. Um, I went to a safari in South Africa a few years ago. And the ranger, we walked into it. We were about to go into a pride of lions. And the ranger was like, you know, the lions go after the weakest link. Who do you think the weakest link in our group would be? And then everybody was like. And including, he's like, Natasha. I was like, <laughs> great, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I was like, not going to the Lions. Yeah. Uh, but because people have that perception, it does make you always want to be like, well, I'll show everybody I could do it on my own. Mm-hmm. Now, be, now I'm like, I know I could do it on my own, but you could do it for me. It's totally cool. <laughs> like, please. Yeah. <laughs> you want to help me go? Play? You want to wash my car today? <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> like, I know I could. Yeah. But if I can get to sleep in for an extra half hour and you get to be kind, I will take it. So um, what do you think? Why do you think people have a hard time with it? I mean, it's a tough question. For both, like maybe for you, for like on a guy's perspective too, like why do guys have a hard time being chivalrous? Yeah, I think, I mean, I can speak for myself, not for every man, but at least for for like your friends? For my friends, I think that, you know, it's, um, I think a lot of times they just don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I I know that's totally an ignorant answer and maybe... You know, for somebody to be incredibly obtuse to not understand how to be chivalrous, um, I think that word scares a lot of guys, honestly, mm-hmm. because that is – we talked about this earlier. If if you're just going to open the door for someone, like what do I do after that? And what one of the things I, I tell my friends is just, you know, when you're on a date, be present, listen, you know, don't talk over someone. Mm-hmm. Don't talk over your date. Listen to what they have to say. If they speak the whole date, oh my you god, know, <laughs> that's what you listen. Our, our mutual friend, yes, is that guy. yeah, 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 yes, uh, he, yes, um, definitely, he, speaks. yes, yeah. He, he he talks. He's a talker. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think that it's it's about understanding that again. It chivalry goes beyond the the smaller signs of mm-hmm. respect and and affection. Um, it, it goes, uh, it, it's about taking responsibility as a man and being kind and showing empathy mm-hmm. um, and not being an asshole. I mean, you know, I mean, totally. there's just that it's that's yeah. pretty plain. I mean, it is like a lifestyle, you know, mm-hmm. it is like a and maybe maybe I'm just thinking about it now. Like maybe it's a good thing that everybody isn't one the same way chivalrous, but two isn't. 
because it weeds out people for mm-hmm. you. Like, I would say true chivalry is, like, true respect for somebody mm-hmm. and, like, acting with integrity and respect. And, like, if I had my parent around, I would never question, you know, helping them, supporting them, uh, easing their life, telling them how much I care, making sure that they're safe. Like, those things wouldn't come in. Like, I would never question it. Mm-hmm. So, like, if somebody, if that doesn't naturally come out of somebody for you, because I think, like, if you're actually going to end up with somebody, mm-hmm. I don't know much about this, but the people I know who've ended up together, they all really care about each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's just a basic, it doesn't matter whether you're, you know, from any any level of uh, socioeconomic background or whatever it is. You could keep that as like one constant. If you really care and respect somebody, you're going to show up for them and like sh- and, and help and support and whatever and whatever language you use yeah, with and, each other. And, and you see the, 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 the small things that they do for each other. They may not be rich, like yeah. you said, in money or but they not to be hokey. They may be rich in love. They yeah. may still love each other and have yeah. a bunch of love in the bank. You know, totally. like, I mean, it, it, it could be about just little things that you see. And and obviously no relationship is perfect. Um, but but it's those smaller uh, acts of love and affection that I think go a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really think that people feel like it's a weak thing. And I think when when we all start realizing like where our real power comes from and our and our real wholeness, we won't feel like somebody's taking that away by a small thing like opening a door. Right. Like if so, if you feel like somebody has taken something away from your identity because they opened a door, then you are clearly not secure in the first place. And you know, I've I've been told not to open the door for yeah. someone. And and I don't. Like if, if somebody says, Hey, you know, I really appreciate mm-hmm. your um your being a gentleman but you don't have to do that. <clears throat> and I'll stop. You yeah, know, it's, yeah. it's totally. not like all or nothing yeah. with chivalry. Um, I think it's just about showing them that I respect you. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how I was brought up. Um, if it makes you feel uncomfortable, I won't do it. Totally. And then I think those at those times, maybe it's totally okay if if anybody's listening is like, I really just don't like it. Like, I I can do whatever by myself. Totally cool. Yep. And then find like-minded people. Yeah. And I think that's why it's important as a symbolic gesture. Like, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, we were talking about our capabilities and, like, you were talking about respecting people's capabilities. I think that's why opening doors is the one that people come back to, right? Because we're not assuming that you can't open a door. Right. So it's very much symbolic, whereas, like, where it gets difficult is if you're doing a task that maybe you think someone underestimates you in. I know I've had that with like working in audio mm-hmm. and I'm setting something up for an event and then a guy comes over and says, I'll move that speaker for you. And that's when I get upset because I'm like, Total. you think that I can't. So I think that's why it's important in chivalry to do these small gestures because you're saying, I don't think you're mm-hmm. incapable. I know for a fact you could open the store for yourself, totally. but I want to get in here and do this. So in a small way, I can show you that I'm willing to give of myself for you. Do you think that uh, if if somebody had asked you politely and said, um, hey, could I help with that? Would mm-hmm. that have eased anything? Because like, I feel like 
I feel like maybe if people attempted to ask before, you know, mm-hmm. like if before just opening a door, maybe even just be like, may I? Yeah. And then just seeing and if they say yes or no. And I think anybody with like a decent hand on their shoulder, um, you know, and then it, it just kind of won't bring the, the jarness to people. Mm-hmm. They would just either be like, oh, you know what? So probably I, I got it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, oh, OK. Versus, you know, I'm just wondering, mm-hmm. like, what, if, if maybe somebody had asked you, do you yeah. think? No, I like that a lot. And especially because I think chivalry is very much about deference and respect, right? And so if you ask that question and a girl says, no, I've got it. I think that's a great opportunity for a man to display his actual respect for what a woman wants. Mm -hmm. Because I think a lot of us have been in situations where someone is trying to do something nice for you, but it's not really about you. It's about themselves. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes people will push unsolicited Mm -hmm. kindness. That's right. And so I think that's a really good point, giving a guy an opportunity, like saying, oh, I do or don't want that. And then you get to see how they respond to that. I think that's a great point because that also goes to listening. Mm -hmm. If you're truly listening to the person you're with and you're hearing them, then you'll you'll retreat and and not do those things. Mm -hmm. And I think like, um, you know, when even because I always like to try to play devil's advocate, like if we're if we're talking about like why somebody doesn't accept chivalry, we could also discuss like why like even maybe like I know you so well so I know this isn't you but mm-hmm. there might be people who do it to either just make themselves feel better like it's more about them mm-hmm. than it is about the other person mm-hmm. you know which again like I said I totally know that's not you I'm just saying I think that there might be people who are like this is the right thing to do I'm gonna look like the the good person mm-hmm. and I don't want to even say guy because Hey, girls, we can be mm-hmm. chivalrous. Um, and there are lots of ways to support and help um, our partners if, again, we're talking a, a straight relationship. But, like, your partners in general, there are so many ways to show up for each other and, mm-hmm. like, show respect, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. There's that simple thing from that, was that a movie back in the day where it was, like, some hip-hop movie? And it, it talks about, like, like never take a girl seriously un- until like if you sit in a car and she's already sat in the car and like she doesn't lean over to open the door for you it's oh, like a okay. there's there's like a big hmm. thing about it um and i remember i got called out for that really? when i was like in my yeah i was dating this five. guy yeah <laughs> i was like yeah. uh well, i was dating this guy and he he opened the door and got me in the car and i was like uh-huh. okay and i had never thought yeah that maybe I could help his life by like leaning over and and he brought that mm-hmm. to my attention ever since then. Like if, if it's somebody I like, right. I lean over and I'm like, you know, that's very nice. Um, I mean, it, it, those are acts of kindness. Yeah. Those are acts of respect, and and I appreciate it. I don't ever, I I, I don't ever take that as a like I can't. Uh, I mean, there are little door. things, right? Yeah, like, but it means a, it mm-hmm. means the world. Those like, small things. It, in, for Indian culture, we have a big thing about um, uh, serving and eating first. Mm-hmm. So we like the other person. You serve the other person first, and you serve, and you you eat after mm-hmm. they do, kind yeah. of thing. Um, so, like when I do that, like if it's on a date, like we get a, like something we're splitting. Yeah, I always put it on the other person's plate mm-hmm. first, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, that was so nice!" And I was like, hey. yeah. <laughs> "No, but it yeah. is. It, yeah. It's it's just meant to be like a sign of respect for somebody, mm-hmm. like you know." Um, 
but yeah, it, it could it could like go both ways. But the 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 reason I asked about the question thing mm-hmm. is, have you ever got like because the example of like homeless people came into my head where. I've had people be like, "Oh, I don't offer homeless people food because oh, right. because when I give it to them, they they say like I, I don't want it or they throw it back in my face like, well, fuck you." Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, "Did you ask them? Mm-hmm. Did you ask politely mm-hmm. that like?" So I, uh, you know, I went to a baby shower. We had some extra food, and so I drove around Studio City looking for you know people to give it to, mm-hmm. and I I got and I asked. Even though one guy was literally going through garbage, I came out and explained the whole situation. I said, hey, I'm really sorry to interrupt, but like, you know, I I had a baby shower. There was this extra food. It's not been touched. It's totally clean. It's not leftover. Would you like it? And then he's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's totally clean. Nobody's Mm -hmm. touched it. And he was like, yes. I've never to date had one person be like, no. And for all the flack people give, you know, that sure. like, oh, most people are just looking for money. I'm like, well, if you ask them mm-hmm. politely, like give them a choice, mm-hmm. they'll do it. It's usually the ones who are like, here, take this. Mm-hmm. They're like, fuck you. I don't <laughs> I don't know what you laced that with. Right, you know, even right. they're worried about their lives. Yeah. So <laughs> um, just just, you know, food for thought. Sure. Um, what are uh, before before we wrap up, like. What are some um, acts of chivalry that people can, like small things that people can do for people and like really mean it? You know, I, I think often when you're at the dinner table and, and you're eating and, and I may have mentioned this earlier, if, if somebody, you know, asks to leave the restroom or they're going to do whatever, um, when they when they get up, you get up and, mm-hmm. and it's just... It's more of a recognition that you're leaving, and I'll be waiting for you when you get back. Um, and I remember one time there were there were about six of my friends. They all it, we we went on a, a it's not even a double date. I don't know what you would, a six date. I don't know six couples went. I don't know the the, the lingo, um, but six of us all went to have dinner, <clears throat> and and I was with my fiance at the time. Um, this was years ago, and you know one of the things that happened was she got up and then I stood up and then you know there were every all the guys noticed that I got up and they were kind of like looking around and I knew a couple of the guys I didn't know all of them um and then when she came back to the table I got up and then they all got up so it all it started (laughs) this kind of like and then their girls would get up and then we'd all get up and you know so it 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 kind of started you know something that was really cool yeah you know but it's also i think it shows that even adults can learn yeah. the simplest yeah uh ways of showing chivalry for me i'm like i like being treated like a queen now i'm like <laughs> i don't care i'm like sure please get up everybody get up for me when i walk in <laughs> yeah yeah but that, that's like, a that's a small it. sign that totally. you know yeah. that you can you can show mm-hmm. a sign of respect what do you think mackenzie little um it might not have to be one act either. Yeah. It could just be like, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess, I just feel silly because I keep being like, "Well, my boyfriend, my boyfriend." No, this is, that's this is something that's yeah. very, it's very relevant to him, here. So, yeah, yeah. Because when I came to this, I was like, oh, I don't really care," and I'd never experienced it. But yeah, he's also someone who takes it very seriously. So I've noticed things where he does get the door, but also like putting me first all the time so things with like you know when we go to a restaurant he 
has me order first um, or, you know, going into a building. But also, um, <laughs> this is such an L.A. thing, but whenever there's somebody uh, on the sidewalk who's maybe having a hard time uh-huh. and maybe screaming about things or what have you, uh, he always like really slowly, subtly, almost like a dance move, just switches me to the other side. <laughs> and uh, I never thought about needing protection or safety or anything. And I've, you know, lived alone a lot and been on my own a lot. But that has been one of the nicest things to just subtly know that, you know, I'm sure whoever we're passing on the street is fine and they're having their own time and their own issues. But, uh, yeah, it's nice to have, like, a big, strong man just be like, you know what, I'm I'm between you yeah. and this person on the street. And maybe I don't need that. Totally. But that's the point is that he's willing to show that, yeah. you know, he's putting my safety first. And I, I think if we went back to, like, the OG days of the, the, like, knightly qualities that, you know, they were talking about, like, being honorable, being uh, somebody who acts with justice, um, I would say courage, uh, courtesy. And I think, like, I think if we all just, like, took it out of even the dating spectrum and just, like, looked at each other as humans, mm-hmm. like, would you not help your fellow human, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, like, help support somebody? Like, to me, the smallest sign, like, we all said something that was important to us. Like, for me, it is, like, making sure somebody's safe at home. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go out with somebody and, God forbid, something happened, they just didn't get home, and it's a matter of, like, one hour can save somebody's life kind mm-hmm. of thing, mm-hmm. just fucking send yeah. a text and right. be like, you know, hey, you good? Okay, great. You might never see them again. Right. Mm-hmm. But at least you know that on your watch as a human, people were safe. <laughs> I think I think the bottom line is that, you know, chivalry is is about making sure that you're you're being thought of. Mm-hmm. And it's not about that person. It's about thinking about somebody else and making sure that not only respect is given, but the fact that, you know, I I value you as an equal person and, and I'm going to show that I care about you. Yeah. I love that. I feel like that's a great place to wrap this part. But we're, you're not totally done. Okay. You're not done. All right. Yay. Hey, 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 guys. <laughs> um, we're doing six questions with you, Ray. This is your uh, first time. Okay. Um, yeah. Six questions is <clears throat> our uh, dating version of the Bernard Pivot questionnaire made famous on Inside the Actor Studio. But these are our, our original six questions. Um, Ray, you ready? Yeah. All All right. Right. Hold on a second. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> um, question number one. What is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? I notice their eyes. What is your one deal breaker? They're not close with their family. What turns you on? <sighs> so many things. There's so many things. I don't know. Um, if they laugh at my jokes. Because mm. I'm funny, you know. Hilarious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships. Well, I'm chivalrous. So I think that's mm-hmm. a strength. Uh, one of my weaknesses, I just care too much. I'm just kidding. I don't know. That could be. I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I'll just, I think that I probably, uh, I probably care too much. Yeah. Hey, that could, yeah. yeah that I was, I was being funny, but then I was like, <laughs> that is the truth. That's the truth. That's what comedy is, yeah, right? Yeah. So definitely yeah. grounded in truth. Yeah. Um, what is love? Oh, love is feeling good with someone all the time. I like that. Um, Besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? 
You make me happy. You. Oh, that's that's four words. You make me. You make, yeah. Uh, you make happy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I like it. Yeah, that's what I got. Uh, I, I, and by I the way, I'm still pass. single. <laughs> and ready to mingle. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so tell everybody how people can find you on socials, Ray. Uh, I'm I'm on Instagram all the time. Okay. So it's my middle name, uh, V-I-C-H-A-R-E-L-I, Vicerelli. It's okay. my middle name. Um, I didn't know how to you pronounce it. Nice. Yeah, Vicerelli. Um, so guys, follow him on Instagram. He's single, ready to mingle. Um <laughs> Guys, follow us on social media. We are kind of dating on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Mackenzie, what are your socials? Uh, it's just my name, Mackenzie Mazel. You can find it everywhere, Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, Facebook. Uh, I'm at Natasha Chandel on everything except Twitter. It's Natasha underscore Chandel. Fuck that bitch. I'll always say it. Um, <laughs> this episode of Kind of Dating has been recorded at GVB Studios. Um R.I.P. Meltdown Comics as we know it. But yeah. uh, thank you so much to GVB Studios and Gabe and Ray. Um, thank you so much for downloading this episode. If you can take a few seconds and review us on iTunes and download the rest of our shows, uh, we would be grateful. Um, also, send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com. Finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. Introducing McDonald's new one, two, three dollar menu with breakfast favorites for one, two, or three dollars. So now you can save for a, a new gaming console for my son. Wait, isn't your son five months old? Who told you? I just know these things. Build whatever meal you want with favorites on McDonald's new one, two, three dollar menu. Wake up to savory sausage and fluffy scrambled egg with our one dollar sausage burrito. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Introducing McDonald's new one, two, three dollar menu with breakfast favorites for one, two, or three dollars. So now you can save for a, a new gaming console for my son. Wait, isn't your son five months old? Who told you? I just know these things. Build whatever meal you want with favorites on McDonald's new one, two, three dollar menu. Wake up to savory sausage and fluffy scrambled egg with our one dollar sausage burrito. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.